The Athletic has just released the full list of the best under-23 players in the NHL, and a lot of Habs made it, and a lot of Habs were ranked a lot lower than we think they should be. But before we get into that, Habs prospect Emil Haneman had an amazing quote showing off his killer confidence, so we'll be getting into all of that on this edition of Habs Digest. Jesse, we're opening here with this, this amazing Emil Haneman quote. So, Emil Haneman, if you guys... You probably should know his name at this point if you watch the channel, but Emil Haneman's a Habs prospect. He's 21 years old, played a handful of games, 11 games with the Laval Rocket last year, scored seven goals in those 11 games, and I believe had something like a five or six game goal streak. He was on fire in Laval last year. And so this year, he was asked a question just, I think, yesterday. Hey, like, do you think you have what it takes to get a job, a full-time job with the Habs this year? And his answer was simple. In French, oui, tu verras en octobre. In English, yeah, you'll see in October. And, oh boy, like, <laughs> that got me more excited for Emil Haneman than I already was. And I know a lot of analysts are saying, like, he doesn't project to crack the Habs lineup. But with confidence like that, Jesse, I mean, you got to start to wonder, like, maybe he does have what it takes. Shots fired. You know, definitely sending out a message to all those others that he'll be competing against. And it's a pretty solid list, right? Like, that's why this is a bold statement is he's going to have a lot of competition coming up against him this September, this October, right? But I think absolutely he does have a chance to make this lineup. He's totally right in, in making this assertion right now. He knows that the Habs, they need a little bit more of those shooting threats. They need those, those scoring options on obviously probably the third or fourth line if he's mm -hmm. lucky to kind of get on the Habs. This is where he'll be. And I think he could really kind of slide in nicely. You know, he's got some good size and I've been low key kind of big on him, you know, cause I knew that Kent Hughes had, you know, was big on him as well. So I said, okay, let me pay attention to this guy. And just every time we've seen him, even from training camp last year, until he got injured, he was having an amazing showing mm -hmm. then. Right. So you got to feel like he's confident coming into this training camp this season. Right. I think he offers something that, that we really need. And I think he's an important prospect to definitely keep an eye on. Yeah. He kind of jumped a little bit out of nowhere. Like, you know, he came over from mm -hmm. Europe and started playing in Laval and you're like, Oh, this guy got a nice shot. Oh wow. A rocket of a shot. He's like their top power play option. Just kind of just kept showing up and showing up and showing up even more and more and more. And You've got to wonder if that trend's going to continue into training camp. I mean, the Habs, a team that's desperate to improve on the power play, if he shows out in training camp and says, look, I'm a serious power play threat, there might be a spot for him after all. But Jesse, Emil Haneman's one prospect that's not going to show up on this next segment of the video. But uh, yeah, these final under-23 rankings, I think they leave a lot of us confused. Um, so what we're going to do here, there, look, there was a lot of Habs on this list. There were five Habs in the top 51. There were three in the top 25. Only the Habs and Ducks had three players in the top 25. But we're going to open with some of the lower ranked Habs. He only ranked, I think, 150 players. And here are three of the lowest Habs. I mean, Owen Beck and Sean Farrell were below this. Uh, that also made this list. But this is just, we, we saw this when he released his list for Montreal, Jesse. But to see this in the grand scheme of things, Lane Hudson at 127th overall, below the likes of Justin Barrett and even Alex Newhook, who I think is a bit low, all placed into that middle of the lineup player tier. And that's what he projects them to be. We've, we've talked a lot about Lane Hudson disrespect. And we know, like, Corey Promen really doesn't like short players. But again, just, just to rehash this, like, I just don't see a world where Hudson, how you can possibly rank him in like below a hundredth of all under 23 players just based on what he's shown offensively. No, absolutely. And it seemed like kind of every player that was a little bit shorter on this list, whether it's Logan Stankoven and others, they were getting listed, you know, 
much lower than they really should. These are the type of players I think are actually going to have amazing NHL careers. And even to have Lane Hudson ranked below Justin Barron, I think a lot of us as Habs fans, we think that Justin Barron can have a really good future, can be kind of a middle-pairing defenseman. But Lane Hudson obviously has the potential to be such a better better player. So it's almost he's almost listing these players basically by height at this point. So, you know, that's, that's the only real issue uh, with it there. But no, I think like Lane Hudson, once you kind of get him with a head full of speed, he's going to be really hard to stop at the NHL level and we're seeing so on and so much more that you know with defenders just that that physical play you know hitting all the best offensive producers they're not really laying the body as Mm -hmm. much which is obviously Lane has you know the the quickness to kind of disrupt those plays so yeah no I definitely feel with everything that he's shown he's done so much historic seasons and to really get rated this low like I find he's gonna have better careers than even players like Alexi Lafreniere, who might end up having an okay career, I think Lane Hudson will be way better than that. And obviously, these are players still ranked, you know, much higher than Lane Hudson on this list. So definitely criminally low. Yeah, I feel like maybe it's a boom or bust thing. Maybe he sees Lane Hudson as, at worst, not an NHL player, at best, a top pairing guy. And so he ranked him as a middle of the lineup player. Maybe that's it. But again, like you said, there's a theme of shorter players getting ranked way lower like Dustin Wolf who was literally the best goaltender in the AHL this year at the age of what 19 maybe 20 something like that super young was ranked below someone like Mad Sogard who at no stage in his professional career has even had a 900 save percentage but Dustin Wolf is below average height at six feet and Sogard's above average at six seven so anyway without getting too much into that let's move on to the next set of Habs and we're around the top 50 here so in the bubble top and middle of the lineup player as in like these guys could have potential to be at the top of the lineup but they're probably going to be a middle of the lineup guy we have kirby talk and caden Gooley. now jesse caden Gooley, there i think that's pretty fair i mean realistically i don't think these are insane rankings but kirby doc was below a player that i wanted to mention and that's shane pinto shane pinto is a couple of months older than kirby doc shane pinto on a much more offensive team had 35 points in 80 games while a younger kirby doc on this habs team that struggled to score at times had 38 points in 58 games so again there's some weird inconsistencies here but but overall what do you think about kirby and caden Gooley kind of rounding out the top 50 it's not a terrible assessment you know and he kind of puts it that you know doc can either probably projects to either be a wing or or kind of a center mm-hmm. in the future probably ends up kind of being a 2c i think some evaluations like you said are still pretty fair uh you know when kind of reading this as well and i'm talking about obviously kirby's size and then his skating ability um you know obviously that's such a great combination and just his ability to get to the front of the net and then as we talked in last video just what he really needs to prove off is just that finishing right so he's improving on his shot which is probably just the one part of his game that's trailing but obviously has amazing puck skills as well and you have to think you know just a big guy that can skate obviously this might be a really good teammate uh, and line mate for Uri Slavkovsky in the future yeah and speaking of Uri Slavkovsky we got to get into this the the top three Habs ranked again the Habs one of only two teams to have three prospects under 23 years old to be listed in the top 25 uh, the Ducks being the other team of course and here we go Cole Caulfield ranked at number 11 of all under 23 players in the NHL. He has him in the NHL All-Star tier. And tier 5, the bubble NHL All-Star, top of the lineup guys, Uri Slavkovsky. As you can see, another tall guy ranked higher than 
probably uh, some other analysts would do. That's just Corey Promen's thing. And then in tier six, top of the lineup player, you have David Reinbacher rounding out the top 25. And Reinbacher, actually, Jesse, let's start with him. He was actually ranked the highest of anyone in his draft class that was available to Montreal at the number five pick outside of Matvey Michkov. He has Michkov in like one of the highest tiers, but uh, Carlson, Fantilli, and Will Smith were all above Reinbacher, and they were the only ones other than Mitch and Bedard, of course. So he thinks the Habs made a good pick in Reinbacher. Um, rounding out the top 25, I think that's not bad. But the thing is, I think all these guys, except Slaff is pretty good, but I think Reinbacher and Caulfield can get bumped up. Like, I think Reinbacher could be in that bubble NHL all-star tier because I really see him as a future all-star. And I don't see how you don't have Caulfield, at least in the bubble elite tier. How does he not have potential to be an elite NHL player? It's honestly, I think you're bang on with that assessment. I think the only thing that kind of puts him on the bubble again is kind of the size, right? But he's proving that he can still score at this level. I think he absolutely will. And just to kind of further that point, I do believe that he is above people like Beniers, um, you know, even though it's kind of apples to oranges in a lot of ways, cousins, I would kind of have a more ringed, uh, linked, uh, sorry, at uh, kind of more of that bubble um, all-star yeah. kind of kind of potential absolutely yeah it's 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 interesting because here's kind of my thought process right you have trevor zegris in the bubble elite tier above caulfield and while yeah okay i can understand why you might do that at the same time to me someone like a caulfield and someone like a matt boldy who is in the same tier as caulfield i don't see how you can have them look i understand people have their different rating systems for me personally i would have caulfield zegris and boldy all in the same tier and I would have them all in bubble elite players. I just think they've all shown enough to show that they are almost certainly going to be all-stars for a long time. But they ha all have that potential to take that next step and be elite. Do, do you agree with that? Do you kind of think you can shift a few of these guys up a notch? No, absolutely. I think, you know, we kind of feel the same way about a lot of mm -hmm. these players. Like, for me, Cole Caulfield, he is definitely going to be an NHL all-star. But... I think once you start getting into that 40, that 50 goal range, which I think Cole Caulfield has absolutely shown the potential. This isn't just hyperbole. This isn't conjecture at this point. Mm -hmm. This is what he was facts. on track to do. That's right. Straight facts, you know, from last year, right? So that's that's when you're getting to be elite NHL talent, right? You know, so I absolutely do believe that. I think he's going to get so much more respect um, you know, with this season to come, I think that, you know, after this, people are definitely going to be changing their, uh, their tune on Cole Caulfield. That's for sure. But let's hope he can prove all the haters wrong. I can't wait to see him in that brand new shoulder. It's going to be exciting, but that'll do it for this news edition of Habs Digest. If you enjoyed, leave a like, comment, subscribe to the channel. We're on the road to 10,000 subs. And if you're still here at the very end, we really appreciate you. I'm Josh Goss for my co-host, Jesse Poirier. We'll catch you in the next one.